There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, I want to start this episode by giving a slight apology because this audio was taken from a video that I recorded for my YouTube channel recently and it was a get ready with me video. So there are a few little bumps and noises in the background as I am recording because obviously I was getting ready. So apologies that the audio isn't as amazing as it normally is, but the content of this episode is really, really important. And I'm hoping that those odd noises won't detract from the message that is within here, because as I said, I think it's gonna be really beneficial to you. So that being said, let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Confidence Show, a podcast for the big dreamers who want to create more confidence so they can live their lives on their own terms. Hosted by confidence and life coach, Rebecca Hawks. That's me, by the way. The Confidence Show was created to inspire you to say yes to the things that scare you, to help you feel less alone when you're struggling with your mindset and to show you that you truly can design a life you love. With a new episode landing in your feed every Monday and Thursday, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss out. Now, I am a big believer in leaving your comfort zone. I very much believe that confidence comes from taking action. So whilst you can work on creating confidence on a daily basis through things like mindset work, energy work, practical actions you can take, I also firmly believe that confidence comes from taking action. And I think it's important that we regularly leave our comfort zone in order to reach new levels of confidence. But when you leave your comfort zone, there's something that can happen. And that's what I really wanna share with you in this video. I wanna talk about the discomfort zone come down because it's very, very real. Okay, so when my nephew was born in April, my sister-in-law asked me if I would help out with Lily. So Lily is my niece. And she asked if I would help out with her, if I would go to her swimming lessons and go to her baby ballet classes, because what they really didn't want to do was have Harry and then find that Lily didn't get any one-on-one -on -one time. She had to kind of lose out on her activities because Hannah couldn't take her. So they asked me, Auntie Becca, to go along to the swimming classes with her. So I would get in the pool with Lily whilst Hannah would sit with the baby and watch from the cafe. Now, I can swim. I can swim. I've been able to swim since I was a kid. But I was really, really nervous about going swimming and about taking Lily, who at this time was 
17, no, 20 months. I know like parents talk in months. <laughs> I don't know, 20 months, that's how old she was. She was like, yeah, about that. And I was really nervous about taking her swimming because I felt like this is a lot of responsibility. So also have I not been swimming for years, which is fine because I can swim, whatever. There was a little bit of like, oh, I feel a little bit unconfident being in a swimming costume again, but we got over that. There was also this very real anxiety around, I have to stop this child who isn't mine from drowning. And that to me was really scary. It made me feel very anxious. It was very outside of my comfort zone. And although I'd said yes, and I was like really excited about taking her because I'd wanted to go swimming with her since she was born. I always said when Hannah was pregnant, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to go swimming with her. We can have so much fun. She'd been going to swimming lessons since she was, I think about six months old. So she was used to being in the water. But I was also like, this is a huge responsibility. I have to stop this kid from drowning. So it kind of kept me up a little bit. I had a bit of a anxious night beforehand and I was a little bit concerned about taking her swimming. And I was like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? And I, of course I didn't want her to miss out on her activities. And I didn't wanna say to Hannah like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Like I didn't want Hannah to then feel bad about the fact that I was feeling anxious about taking her swimming. So I kind of just kept it to myself and worked through my toolkit. Like I have an anxiety toolkit because I've had anxiety since my teens. My anxiety stopped me from leaving the house for a few years because I was so terrified of going out. I used to have panic attacks like regularly, as in like multiple times a week. I know how to deal with anxiety now to the point where I haven't had a panic attack in four years, which is amazing. But I have my anxiety toolkit. I worked my tools, I worked my techniques. I focused on the visualization, repeating my affirmations. I did all my things. So by the time it came to me actually taking Lily swimming, the day came and I turned my anxiety into excitement because I was like, I want to be present in this moment. I want to enjoy my time with her. I don't want to spend this whole time in an anxious flap because I'm not gonna enjoy it. I really wanted to make sure that I made the most out of this first swimming lesson with her because I knew it was gonna be so much fun as soon as I just got in the pool. So did all that, did my tools, worked, it was amazing. We had so much fun, Lily loved it. She was laughing, she was jumping in, she was splashing me. I got water up my nose, which I absolutely hate, but she really loved doing that, so it was fine. We had the best time. And on the actual day, I felt great. Like I felt fine, I felt excited before I went in. Everything was great, until, and this is what happens until the next day where my body completely wanted to shut down. I felt exhausted, I felt hyper anxious, I felt really on edge and it was like a delayed effect from what I was kind of worrying about. And this is what I call the discomfort zone come down. So once you've left your comfort zone, so you've been in the area of discomfort you have a very real reaction, which is the come down from leaving that zone. And in the confidence course, I have a whole lesson on how to handle the discomfort zone come down, because the confidence course is very much about increasing your confidence, pushing yourself to your next level of confidence, leaving your comfort zone, doing the things that are uncomfortable, but are gonna get you to where you want to be. And when we are talking about those things, overcoming fears, doing things that scare us, 
as I said, pushing ourselves to the next level. And that might be things like asking for a promotion, going out on a first date, showing up live on social media, could be a whole host of different things. When you commit to doing those things, you have to allow time for this come down afterwards. Because you can talk yourself into that situation, you can do the thing and then your body goes, oh my God, that was terrifying. Now I'm gonna freak out. It's like a, a delayed response. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I wanna tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So, when that happens, you really need to, first of all, be aware of it. So, first of all, be aware that if you are going to do something that really pushes you out of your comfort zone, there's going to be some time afterwards where you really need to ramp up your self-care and look after yourself and allow yourself and sort of give yourself permission to have that come down and to have those sometimes overwhelming feelings because you've just left what's very comfortable to you. So your brain is freaking out, your body's freaking out, like, oh my God, this isn't normal. This isn't what we normally do. This might not be safe for us. So your body freaks out. So you need to, first of all, be very aware that that is likely to happen. So if you're planning to do something overwhelming or scary or brave or pushing yourself to a new level, then give yourself time the following day or the following hour, if it's doing a live on social media, you'll probably have your adrenaline rushing, you'll be really excited, you'll 
you'll kind of get to that space where you can feel so confident you can do it. And then as soon as you finish that live, there's likely gonna be this like overwhelming feeling of, oh my God, like what on earth? So allow yourself that time. Now in the discomfort zone, come down period, what's really important is that you take care of yourself. So you are kind to yourself in terms of the things that you repeat to yourself mentally, and you don't beat yourself up for feeling this way because it is a completely natural way to feel. Don't beat yourself up at all because shaming yourself or blaming yourself or making yourself feel bad isn't gonna get you anywhere. You're just gonna feel worse. So be kind to yourself and just acknowledge like, okay, this is, this is what's happening. And this is what I had to do to myself the day after I'd taken Lily swimming. Now that might seem like a really insignificant thing for some people, like you took your knee swimming, like, so what? That might seem really insignificant. For me, it was a big thing. For me, things like jumping on a live on social media isn't a big deal. I just do it. It's not, it's not very significant to me. But for you, it might be a huge thing that terrifies you. So it doesn't matter the event that's going on or the thing that you're doing to leave your comfort zone. The after reaction is going to be the same. So don't, don't beat yourself up for it. And don't tell yourself, this is so insignificant. Like, why am I getting myself worked up about this? It doesn't matter why you are. You are. Your body's reacting to it. That's okay. So once you've kind of like given yourself permission to feel the way that your body wants to feel, then think about the things that you can do to help reset your nervous system and to help you calm down. This could be things like, maybe you do just wanna lie in and sleep for an extra couple of hours. Maybe you want to just binge your favorite Netflix show for a little while, just to help, like for me, like Netflix is very comforting. So if I feel anxious or I feel a little bit out of control or something has happened and I need to kind of reset my nervous system, I, I will binge Netflix and I will watch things that I've seen tons of times. Typically it'll be things like Firefly Lane, Stranger Things, Big Bang Theory, Outnumbered, Friends, anything where I don't have to think about it, I don't have to concentrate, I can just have it on. It's like a comfort blanket to me and that helps me feel better. For you, you might want to go for a walk, you might want to do some meditation, you might want to lay in the bath for an hour. I'm also a massive advocate for laying in the bath. <laughs> like bathing makes me feel better. I will run a bubble bath, I'll put candles on, I'll take my laptop in and watch Netflix whilst I'm in the bath. And I will just lay there and just relax until I feel at the point where I'm like, oh, I can breathe again. Like this is fine, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be okay now. Other things you may want to do are just sit quietly. So just spend some time in silence, just relaxing. Or you might want to tune into podcasts that are empowering or again, not podcasts where you're learning things. I think a lot of times people think they have to listen to podcasts to learn something or to gain something. So it's almost like, well, I'm doing my personal development work by listening to a podcast. But some of my favorite podcasts are ones where they literally talk utter shite. All they're doing is having a chat, they're answering guest questions, they're 
talking nonsense about things that they're doing. I enjoy those because they allow me to switch off from whatever's swirling around in my head. I'm also not concentrating. I'm also not listening to be inspired because sometimes when I listen to the podcasts that are educational or focused around personal development, I find them inspiring. And then instead of relaxing, I'm actually like, oh my God, I've got an idea, I wanna go and do this. So listen to something where your brain can just switch off. You can allow yourself to just feel like relaxed and calm and peaceful. And you can stop any thoughts that are racing in your mind and you can just chill out a bit, really. Other things that can be really helpful are things like EFT, if you wanna shift the energy. EFT or um, I think it's emotional freedom technique or tapping is where you like tap on certain parts of your body so that you as you repeat a script and as you do that it, remo it um, releases any stuck energy and helps you to shift into a better more positive energetic state so I'm a huge advocate for that so that can be really helpful if you've got feelings of anxiety. Sometimes it is just a case of napping, resting, relaxing. Other times you might want to do things like put on a Spotify playlist and have a dance around. For me, when I have the discomfort zone come down, I feel exhausted emotionally, mentally, physically. I feel exhausted. So I don't want to get up and dance around to my Spotify playlist. I do that if I need to feel energised, if I need to feel a boost of confidence. But if I'm just in this space where my body and my nervous system are recovering from me pushing myself out of my comfort zone, I will just rest. I will just allow myself to be lazy. Now rest is not lazy. Rest is actually productive. Laying down and doing nothing is actually very productive. Although it doesn't feel like it, it clears your mind mentally and physically, it really looks after your body. So. Don't ever feel lazy for just sitting down and doing nothing. It's absolutely fine. What else do I want to say about this? The most important thing you can remember when you're having this discomfort zone, when you're having this discomfort zone come down is to just take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. As I said, ramp up the self-care. Do whatever you can to make yourself feel good and to come back to a place where your body feels calm and relaxed and you're not having racing thoughts or you're not feeling hyper anxious in your body. Do whatever it takes, even if it's just sitting down for an hour or so with a cup of tea, staring out of the window. Staring out of the window is one of my favourite activities. Just sitting there and daydreaming, looking at the clouds. I like to lay flat as well and so I'm told energetically, if you just lay flat, it's really good for your body. Now that's based on what my mindset coaches and energy healers have told me. I'm not an expert in this area, so I'm just gonna go based on their advice. But just laying down can just help your body to reset and to come back to a place of calm. This discomfort zone come down is likely to happen whenever you push yourself out of your comfort zone. So as I said, for me, it was something that wasn't a huge deal. It was just me taking Lily swimming but it was out of my comfort zone. And I'm not gonna lie, it had been a while since I'd actually left my comfort zone because I feel like we go through phases in our life where 
we're leaving our comfort zone all the time. We're constantly going to that next level. We're constantly working on our confidence. We're constantly doing the things that scare us when we're in that season of huge personal growth. And this happened to me when I was in my early 20s. So I'd spent a couple of years being too afraid to leave the house with, I, was, I had like crippling anxiety, regular panic attacks. I didn't go anywhere other than to work. And then I nearly got fired from my job. And when I nearly got fired from my job, I was like, I can't really live my life like this anymore. Like I'm literally, I'm not doing anything with my life. I'm just about existing and I don't want to lose my job. So in the year that followed, I was pushing myself out of my comfort zone every single day, every single weekend. I had a whole year where I committed to saying yes to everything that scared me. And my emotions were very up and down because it was scary because I was doing lots of things that typically made me hyper anxious. But that was the season I was in. I was in this season of huge growth. I was in this season of pushing myself out of my comfort zone all the time. And that continued when I then quit my nine to five and went backpacking on my own. I continued to put myself in uncomfortable positions over and over and over again. And that helped me to massively build my confidence and it helped me to push myself even more because I was like, well, if I can get on a 10 hour flight to Bangkok on my own, of course I can jump into this waterfall. Of course I can learn to scuba dive. Of course I can then get a day train for 15 hours up to a different city in Thailand on my own. Of course I can do all those things. Um, but I spent a few years in that state of constantly pushing myself. And then I think when the pandemic happened and we didn't have a lot to, that we could actually do, I got very comfortable and for the past couple of years I have been very comfortable and I do try and push myself regularly. I do try and still do the things that make me anxious but I'm, I don't do it on the same level that I used to. So I'm not doing it every single day. It's, it's happening a bit less frequently. So then when it does happen, because I'm not in that constant state of pushing myself, I feel like my body reacts to it a little bit more. So it's perfectly normal to have this come down. And I suppose really I should talk about kind of what some of the symptoms are of the discomfort zone come down. And really for me, it's very much feelings of being completely exhausted, like just so exhausted and worn out and tired that I can't really get out of bed. So, I don't, I'll just stay in bed for a bit longer. But it's really that like overwhelming, you know when you've like been at it for a few days, like I kind of compare it to when I was in my early 20s and I, especially when I lived in Thailand and I was out like every single night, I was either working behind a bar or I was drinking the other side of the bar. I mean, I was drinking while I was working behind the bar, but like I was out every single night. And as soon as I finished work, we'd go to another bar that was open like 24 hours. And after a while of living like this, like I'd go for like a streak of however many days. And then I would hit a point where I was like, so overwhelmed and not even overwhelmed, but just so exhausted of the way that I was living my life because I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't really eating properly. I wasn't getting enough sleep that then I'd just have this massive like burnout for a couple of days where I'd be like, okay, I just need to do nothing. like can't go out, got to stay in for a day or two. 
And it's kind of like that when you have like exhausted yourself or burnt yourself out and you're just knackered. But you also, for me, I experience like a very low mood as well. So I'll feel very low mentally. I'll have a lot of my inner critic coming in. There'll be a lot of negative voices. I won't like myself as much. Physically and emotionally, I'm just exhausted. So that's kind of what the symptoms for me are like. And they, like you don't need to have any massive symptoms. And again, it can just, when you have this, like the response that your body will have will be very much related to the experience you had. So if it is just maybe going live on social media for 30 minutes, then chances are your come down will be a, a much shorter period of time. So your come down might just last for an hour or two. If it's been a huge experience, like when I got on my first flight to Bangkok on my own, then and then kind of dealt with the first couple of days of being on my own, wondering like, what on earth have I just done? I've left everyone that I know and love. I'm now in this country where I don't know anyone. I don't speak the language. I don't eat the food. Didn't eat the food at the time. Obviously I do now. That I had about four or five days where it was really, really difficult. And then my come down came about, I think it was about six or seven days into my trip to Bangkok. And I had to spend two days in a hotel. Well, I didn't have to, but I spent two days in a hotel on my own, just walking, sleeping, getting my nails done, going for massages, not exploring the place I just moved to because my body was in that come down state. And I mean, that was because I'd pushed myself so far out of my comfort zone. It was a massive deal. So my come down took a, took a couple of days. Whereas, as I said, if it's just a shorter thing, like when I took Lily swimming, I just needed a couple of hours the next day to just reset everything. So don't worry about how long it's gonna take you, except the fact that if you've done something scary, you're gonna experience the discomfort zone come down and don't stress about how long it's gonna be before you actually get out of that state. Allow yourself to spend as long as you, as long as your body needs to in that state, just recovering. And just be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself, take care of yourself, mentally, physically, emotionally. Treat yourself as if you were your friend. If your friend was feeling like this after they'd done something scary, would you be a complete dick to them? No, you wouldn't. You'd be kind to them. You'd offer them nice words. <laughs> You'd offer them support. You'd be there for them. You'd tell them, don't be silly. Like, stop trying to beat yourself up. Whatever. So, I hope that you found this helpful. And I hope that if you have ever pushed yourself out of your comfort zone and you've experienced that come down later on and you thought, why on earth am I feeling like this? Hopefully now you will understand why you get that feeling and that it's okay to get that feeling. And if you want to learn more about pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, overcoming your fears, increasing your confidence and managing the discomfort zone come down properly, then do check out the confidence course because it's really going to help you to 
push yourself out of your comfort zone more often. It's going to help you to overcome the fears that are keeping you stuck. And it's going to help you get what you deserve in life, in business, in your career, in your relationships, in everything. I'll leave it in the description below. So go and check it out. I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to The Confidence Show with me, Rebecca Hawks. If you enjoyed this episode, please take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This will help the podcast reach more people, which means we can help more people increase their confidence and love themselves for who they are. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.